a lot of times I see brands making funny stuff and you could tell that was their first idea. Um, <laughs> my sister always tells me, don't go with your first idea. So I try to always throw away the first idea, except when the first idea is brilliant. Hello, and welcome to Death to the Corporate Video, a podcast with tools and advice for how to make B2B video ads your prospects actually want to watch. I'm Hope Morley. I'm Guy Bauer. Welcome, Guy. Welcome. You've got mail. We recently ran a poll on our LinkedIn page. Some of you may have seen it if you if you follow us on LinkedIn. We asked people, think about your favorite commercial of all time and let us know if it is beautiful, if it's funny, or if it makes you cry. So we wanted to see what makes people's favorite commercial their favorite. And of the poll that we got, the vast majority said funny was what their favorite commercial was. So I've got the results right here. 64% of respondents said that their favorite commercial was funny. 21% said it was beautiful. And 14% said it made them cry. So funny kind of knocked it completely out of the park out of those three options. So based on those results, we wanted to do an episode of how to use humor in B2B video ads. Humor is very hard. So people love humor. People love funny ads. They're incredibly memorable. I'm sure any listener out here can think of a, a funny commercial easily. That's one of their favorite things, their favorite commercials. But it's hard. So we wanted to give some tips on how to use humor in your video ads. Yes, and we have five of them. Six. Six. That wasn't That was planned. a joke. Yeah. No. That was all right, we have See, six tips. Should we start with tip number one? Yes, Guy, kick us off. Tip number one. All right, so tip number one is there's a uh, classic episode of The Simpsons, very, very old, when I was a kid, where Homer starts getting into sushi. He becomes like a sushi addict. He's, all, he's there all the time. He's tried everything on the menu except for fugu. And fugu comes from a blowfish. So basically a blowfish or, well, fugu comes from the blowfish and the blowfish is extremely poisonous, except for this one little part that's like very sliver in the middle of the fish, which is delicious, but the rest of the fish is poisonous. Anyway, so the junior chef, because the senior chef is making out with Miss Krabappel in a car. <laughs> this, this was the 80s, so different TV. <laughs> And uh, so the junior chef very nervously, you know, prepares the fugu for Homer. And uh, anyway, hilarity ensues. But basically, tip number one is comedy is like fugu. It is extremely hard. And most of it, it just like fugu, is poisonous, except for a little bit sliver in the middle. And so remember, comedy is like fugu. Delicious, great, if done properly. If done not properly, poisonous. Yes, and that leads us into tip number two. So the way to avoid poison is to work with people who know how to do humor. And when we say poison, that sounds like pretty extreme. I think a lot of, especially B2B humor that I see, it just falls flat. It's not going to hurt your brand it could it could but it could. most of what i see is not but yes you're right it could it absolutely could most of it just falls flat and i think that 
either the poisonous kinds of humor or the just not funny kind of humor comes from working with the wrong people. So you're not working with that master chef who knows how to get that perfect little slice that doesn't have the poison in it. So that might be, you know, working with your normal copywriters who do most of the work for your B2B. You know, they do your website, they do your case studies. Asking them to write something funny for you is probably not going to give you the results that you want. So you really need to work with people who know how to do humor if you want to go that route. You need yeah. to work with specialists. And this sounds very content markety, you know, like, and we are the experts. But even if you don't use us, you know, like, I promise you this isn't tip number two because we're content marketing, which we are. Full transparency, we do want you to use us, but as a, but it's okay if you don't. So, but tip number two was not done for content marketing. Anyway, oh my gosh, tip number, it's all about... Like, even if you do not use an agency like Umalt, make sure you, your team has writers who have written funny stuff. The producers of the spot need to have produced funny stuff just because they've done a spot that had cool travel footage of the Himalayas or whatever, or a drone of something does not mean, and actually most likely it means that they won't be good at comedy. Do you know the the key to comedy, right, Hope? What? Timing. <laughs> the, yeah. Most of the bad B2B comedy spots, we just watched one yesterday. It was mm -hmm. delicious watching it. I loved it because I just love hating on stuff. But um, the timing was awful, 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 mm -hmm. awful, terrible, terrible, terrible. It goes back to the fugu thing. You need a master sushi sushi chef. Again, even if you don't go out of house, even if you don't use an agency like ours, or if you use a different one, they have to have experience writing, directing, editing. Editing. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of the bad timing came within that example we watched. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you look at our award-winning spot, the stock... <laughs> If you look at our award-winning spot, the stalking, actually the first cut of that I saw, I was scared. I was like, oh, this is a dud. This is, mm -hmm. a, was a terrible mistake because the timing was all off and it took like a couple passes to refine the timing. That's how important timing is in comedy is like you can have the same content. Poorly timed is terrible. Perfectly yep. timed is amazing. So it, yeah, there's just so many things that can go wrong in comedy. Uh, you know, again, not to discourage you, but you have to come with the A-team. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't use us. And I promise you this was not content marketing, which it is. Completely but it is. content marketing. <laughs> so, Guy, what's tip number three? Is it tip, call them all? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not. Tip, tip number three is, no, um... Uh, yeah, tip number three is take it from I've personally made hundreds of things that have tried that, you know, are in the funny thing. And a lot of them have sucked totally. And I could say this, all the stuff that I've ever made that is terrible, that is not funny. I was trying really hard to be funny. All the stuff where everyone's like, that's hilarious. I was literally not trying to be funny. So tip number three is don't try to be funny. Make your aim 
just to be casual, just to like actually write, like if you're having an inside discussion with your SDRs or like your marketing team or, or you're just having beers with your friends, that kind of casual banter or whatever, like mm -hmm. that works for comedy. When you try to be funny, that's when it's not funny. It's like when you see someone at a party and they're just trying too hard. It's like, ugh. But the person yep. who's just naturally casual and cool, they're hilarious. And so the other thing too is, trust me, everything is magnified once it's on screen as well. So if you're just trying to be, and if you're just like cool with just being casual and like I said, talking like how you would talk with your friends and stuff, when it's magnified on screen, it will turn into funny. So you kind of have to, it's like cooking risotto. Always take the risotto off the stove right before you think it's done. If you keep cooking your risotto and you're like, hmm, yeah, this is done. By the time you take it off the heat, you're, it's overcooked. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. Same thing with comedy. It's like, don't try to, you got to kind of like dial it back, honestly, a little bit. And that's where the yep. funny is. Don't try to be funny. You know what it is? It's like the first few seasons of The Office, hilarious because they weren't trying. But then once Michael Scott left, those two seasons are awful, in my opinion, because they're tr the premises are like really funny and like everything is funny and it's not funny anymore. It's so weird. But they tried to be funny and which led to it not being funny. Yeah. It's crazy. jumped thing. the shark a little bit. Yeah. Because they were trying too hard. And that leads into tip number four of using humor in B2B ads, which is you need more than a premise. So I think it's fairly easy to come up with what we think of as a funny premise, which is a funny idea for an ad. But if you think about every bad SNL sketch, sketch you've ever seen, and I think we've all seen plenty that are just kind of duds, a lot of them do have a funny premise. Like when you're trying to describe it to someone, it might be something you're like, oh, yeah, like they were trying to imagine what it would be like if an octopus went to the DMV. And it sounds kind of funny. And you're like, oh, I can see where that would go. That's mm -hmm. a terrible example. I'm not the funny one here. But, you know, they had oh, a funny idea. Funny. <laughs> and an octopus <laughs> going to the DMV. What's not to like? So it's a funny premise. But then they weren't able to execute it. As they started writing it in, in the SNL example, you know, the jokes were hitting. They found that there's actually not anything super funny about an octopus going to the DMV. But, you know, it was probably Friday morning and they needed to write the sketch because they have to fill an hour-long show. So they kept it in the show and dragged it out into a five-minute thing. There's no execution. So when you're coming up with things, if you want to do humor, you know, the premise and the concept is only like the very, very first step. And you really need to execute on it. We've had many times, just recently, we were brainstorming this year's Halloween spot. And we came up with something that seemed like kind of a funny premise. But as we got into it, we were like, okay, wait, where is this going? What's this, what's this character going to do? How, how are we going to keep this connected to, like, the overall joke? And as we talked about it, and Guy, as you were trying to work your way through it, it, it just kind of fell apart. It was a funny premise, but it wasn't going to go into everything. So we had to throw it away. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it has to be able to be written and then taken to the next level too. And if it, and if you can't do that with your premise, you do have to throw it away. A lot of times I see brands making funny stuff and you could tell that was their first idea. 
Um, <laughs> my sister always tells me, don't go with your first idea. So I try to always throw away the first idea, except when the first idea is brilliant. Once uh, in a while it is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, people aren't digesting a premise. They're digesting a story. And if you can't write your story fully, if you can't extrapolate the premise, yeah, throw it away. All right. Tip, All right. What is this? Five? Five. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tip number five. And you have another one? Because I don't have mm -hmm. any more after this. Okay. I do. Okay. <laughs> tip number five is do not hop on bandwagons, memes. Don't copy popular ads. So I've seen everybody copy Mayhem, uh, Allstate State. Mayhem. Yeah, everybody copies that and they just insert their thing because, so I'll, I'll, I'll split those up. I'll parse them. I'll parse through it. When you copy a meme or when you add on to a meme or like a bandwagon on something popular, it is very popular in that moment. But as with all memes, uh, six months later, they are ancient. And I mean, mm -hmm. ancient, ancient. Like, think about if we did an ad featuring some kind of ice bucket challenge. I mean, ice bucket challenge was what, like maybe 2017? Yeah, uh, something like that. Like a year later, it's irrelevant. So you have a very low sh shelf life. Now, if you are trying to do something for social quickly and not spend a lot of money on it, sure. You can hop on a meme or something. Like I was going to say, you know, if you have yeah. you have a TikTok account or Instagram, whatever, and you want to quickly film something with an iPhone, jump on the bandwagon, get some a little endorphin boost, quick engagement, and you don't want it to last more than a week. Do it. Great. Don't spend any money on it, though. Yeah. So anyway, for like a long term spot that needs to have, you know, a good shelf life. Stay away from memes. Stay away from bandwagons. And then also don't copy stuff because it will. Your copy will never be as good as the original. All it will do is make people realize people are very smart. I think you know, it's like, you don't realize how smart everybody is. The, like anytime you think you're the smartest person in the room, like you need to rethink your, cause you are not. <laughs> and they all understand like the spot we saw yesterday within the first seven seconds, I was able to call out, oh yeah, they're copying the Allstate mayhem spot. Yeah. They're just adding their brand and their stuff into it and doing it in an awful way. So it, all it does is calls attention. Everyone understands what you're doing. So if you cannot come up with an original funny thing to add to the, whatever Pantheon or whatever it's called, the, the, the human experience or whatever it is, if you can't come up with something original, just don't do it. Just, you know, stay straight. Don't do it. Make sure you have an original idea. Mm -hmm. We talk about this all the time, but really good video ads should have a long shelf life for you. Creativity should be a force multiplier that you're getting months or a year or even more of juice out of that ad. And a funny ad have, can really carry you for a long time. So if you're copying somebody else, copying a meme or jumping on a trend, you're not going to get that shelf life that you want out of a really great spot. Yeah, it's not going to be relevant enough to get the ROI off of your investment. You know, mm -hmm. you need to be able to scale the ad, keep it out there for a long time to eventually make the ad not only pay for itself, but then become profitable. So yeah, memes, not good. Again, short-term social, sure, but yeah, not for those big, 
big ads that, you know, those brand building ads. Correct. What is tip number six? Tip number six, our final tip, keep it short. That's the final tip. Don't be afraid to keep it short and sweet. You know, we were talking about how you need more than a premise. You need to execute things. Sometimes when you start writing it, you can find that this is going to be really funny for 20 seconds. And that's okay. We have some really successful spots that we've done that are 18, 20, less than 30 seconds. They perform very well for us. They don't have any fluff. There's no reason to stretch something into 90 seconds. Like, you don't have time to fill. You're not SNL. You don't have to make an hour show every week. So if you come up with something and you write it and it's really funny and you time it out and it's 20 seconds, great. Make something that's 20 seconds. That's also great for sponsored content because nobody cares about things that are longer. I, I worry that we, especially in B2B, that people are still recovering from years of corporate video that for some reason someone decided that 90 seconds was how long video should be like 10 years ago and we haven't gotten over this idea that you need to have a 90 second video the i we keep hating on this example that we saw yesterday and we're not going to share it because we don't want to shame the brand or anything but it was a 90 second spot and it was so long and guy was talking about the the timing not being good. It just kept dragging through. And you're like, why does this need to be so long? Maybe if they had done something that was 30 seconds, they could have recovered what they had put together. But, you know, it, we only kept watching it because we were player hating. Yeah, it's fun to watch when you're us. Exactly what you said. I, I don't really have anything to add. I will say this too, you always want the audience wanting more. So don't overstay your welcome. That's why I like get yes. it. You got, it's the Costanza rule. You know, as soon as you have a laugh, get out of the room. <laughs> just like, all right, goodbye. <laughs> like you just got to get out of there as, as, you know, leave them wanting more. It is comedy. So my fundamental belief is that comedy and magic are the root of all entertainment. Get in, get out, make people laugh, leave them wanting more. It's the fundamentals of show business. Yeah. Shorter is always better. I'd yep. rather you make me laugh for 20 seconds than make me bored for 40. Yep. Make me laugh for 20. Just cut. No, there's no, there's no trophy for a longer spot. A click is a click. You know, once yeah. you get the click, you win. So you don't need to make it so long. And if it's long, people bounce. You know, if something is not entertaining you. And you look and you see that there's still 65 seconds left. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, maybe this will come back around. Right. He's going to lose everybody. Yep. Cool. All right. Let's review the six tips. So tip number one is comedy is fugu. Understand that you're playing with fugu. Respect it. Understand the danger you're head for. It's delicious if done right, but could be poisonous if done wrong. Comedy is like fugu. Tip two, work with people who know how to do humor and know how to handle the dangerous waters you're potentially getting yourself into. Tip number three is don't try to be funny. Just try to be casual. Try to be like, just like how you talk with your friends or your coworkers. That's funny enough. Everything is magnified once it's on screen. 
Don't try to be funny. Tip number four, you need more than a premise. So if you're trying to write something and it's not coming together, it's time to move on to a new idea. Tip number five is don't hop on bandwagons, on memes. Don't copy popular ads. You need to do something original where you're adding to the aggregate the comedy material. I don't know. Where you're adding to the... What is it? What is the thing? Like the library the, like, of Like literary Congress. canon of yes, the funny canon. advertising. Yes. That. What she said. Don't do, don't do it unless it's truly original. And tip six, keep it short. I see what you did there. Yeah. Tip uh, six is it is itself short. Yeah. See. Smart. It's it's funny when you point it out too. It's yeah. Like explaining jokes. Oh, all my kids explain every single joke, and that's the funniest part of their jokes when they explain. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. I love when kids start to get. They understand the structure of jokes, but they're not funny yet. Right, so they'll right. set, do like a question and an answer, but it's just completely nonsensical or it's just like a straight answer to a question. Yeah. Mary, <laughs> like, oh, it's so close. My younger one has like a, like, what do you call a cow's mom? A moother. Uh-huh. And she's like, get it? Because a cow goes moo and it's her <laughs> mother. <laughs> that in itself is hilarious. Yes. Thanks for listening to this totally not content marketing episode. Yeah. Where, yeah. We have no skin in the game yeah. for trying to get <laughs> people to do funny. We don't know anybody who knows how to do humor. You know, we don't look at our YouTube. Don't look at our LinkedIn and see how, you know, not funny everything is. There you go. Just don't go to umalt.com. U-M-A-U-L-T.com. Just do not. Go to there because this is not content marketing. We don't care. We have, we are literally just trying to help you. Okay. Just trying to help. We're just trying to help. Just out of the goodness of our souls. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. Like this is a work day. And we're like, I was like, hey, Hope, you know what would be good? Let's not like produce revenue for this agency. <laughs> That's the opposite of what our value. <laughs> I don't know why I happen to Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> is that what that voice is? I thought it was just like your LinkedIn influencer voice. Or purpose. But yeah, this has not been content marketing at all. And we appreciate you listening. Uh, we're going to go back to not making any money for our agency. And just right now, helpful tips. Helpful tips. Thanks for listening. Don't cut we this. This is funny. <laughs> don't cut this this is funny people thanks for listening today we hope that you found these tips helpful and in no way are and, and you know what i actually i hope that you're not discouraged from doing humor in any way i don't want to scare people off from it because yeah. i love seeing b2b brands doing humor and when they do it well it's just great and i will i will put a couple examples of funny b2b spots not just made by us in the show notes because i can think of a couple we will throw some in some other examples that we did not do. We'll throw some in that we did too, but we'll throw some other ones in that we've seen. So you can see some examples of B2B brands doing this well, because we love to see it. Yeah. And it's very effective when done right. Extremely mm -hmm. effective. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening.
Thanks for listening. You can find us across the internet at Umalt, that's U-M-A-U-L-T, and visit our website at umalt.com. Follow us on LinkedIn, so next time that we have a poll about your favorite commercial, you can participate in it. Yeah. Don't even consider working with us either. No. There's no contact information on our website. There's no DMs through social. You can't reach us. File's done.